Hey there, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Find Your Voice in English podcast. Today we're going to talk about the writing section of the TOEFL, specifically the integrated task, which is the first task. It lasts about 20 minutes. I mean, 20 minutes is the amount of time you have to write, but before that you have three minutes to read a short passage and then another two minutes where you will listen to a short lecture. So. Overall, I'd say this task lasts around 26, 25 minutes, 20-ish, yeah, more or less. So let's talk about the basics of the integrated task. As I already said, you're going to have three minutes where you will read a passage, you will have a lecture that lasts around two to three minutes, and you'll have 20 minutes to write. What you need to score high on this task is take notes. And of course, write the write the summary essay. No, it's not actually a summary essay. It's an, a positional essay. It's actually much easier than it sounds. But what you need to do is that one passage, the, the reading passage, will contradict the lecture. And what you have to do is explain the relationship and how what what's the position of one of them and what's the position of the lecture. So. One of the most important skills that you can develop for this section is to predict the listening part. This is the most important thing because the listening is going to be the bulk of your writing. You will have the reading as a reference, but that's not where you want to place the, your attention. You want to place special attention in the listening section because that's what you will then write about in the writing section and you won't be able to go back to the listening section but I also don't think it's necessary because if you know what to predict in the listening question if you already know the three points made in the reading section you can already predict what points they're going to talk about in the listening section and you can be prepared and you just take down notes so how can you actually predict these questions well if the reading talks about the advantages then the listening will obviously talk about the disadvantages of something if they talk about if the reading passage talks about how something is possible and likely the listening passage will talk about something is not likely if a the reading passage talks about the cause usually the reading passage in itself will mention the two main causes and they will stand firm in one position so the good news is that once you get the reading passage what you want to know is okay the introduction the three main points but more importantly you want to know what's the position of the reading passage to then predict the position of the listening passage so when you go into the lecture you already know what to listen out for and Something that happens at times in the lecture is that at first the professor just starts saying the, you know, talking about, you know, either the advantages and disadvantages, and it can be quite confusing. But if you already know that you're listening, oh, okay, the reading passage talked about the advantages, so I'm looking for the disadvantages. The the, the first words or the, the confusing introduction is not going to distract you. So, as I said, it can be pretty easy if you know what to predict it's not hard i know it seems like it it seems daunting and overwhelming but it's not trust me so how do you take notes taking notes is critical to get a 30 out of 30. if you want to get a 30 out of 30 you need to take down notes and let me let me just get this straight you don't need to take notes about everything it's just unnecessary 
you don't what you want to do and listen out for is listen to the main point of each of the points because each lecture just as the passage will have three main points one of them will be either opposing and then the other ones will be for or against but they will usually be opposing so what you want to listen out for in the listening section is the point made in each of the three arguments and one detail example that's it then they will mention probably more details but what you want to know is just the main point and one detail example that's it and the best note-taking template that i highly recommend you use is to divide the sheet into two so on the one side you've got the reading passage with the three points and on the other side on the right side that would be the listening passage and within these two tables you want to divide the reading passage in, into three so you can write in box one the first point in box two the second point and in box three the third point and you do the same with the listening passage but instead of only adding the first point second point and third point you also add a little bullet point of detail because as we said in listening you want to listen for the main point and one detail for each of the three arguments now something that's very very important is that you when you start just before you listen to the lecture even before you go into the reading thing you divide the sheet into two or actually it would be into six but you divide the sheet you just you know draw a line in the middle of the sheet of paper and then one side you devote for the reading section and one side you devote for the listening section it's going to be so much easier because you'll see that one point of the lecture each point made in the reading passage matches one of the listening lecture so it's going to be much easier than if you try to write down everything so remember divide that sheet into two that's absolutely key i can already tell that if you divide the sheet into two it's going to make you much more organized and you have a 25 pretty much guaranteed i mean you still got to be able to listen to it but if you've got the table you're, you're really you're good so once again what you want to do is draw the table it's pretty simple just write the main topic then you can either draw a plus symbol to talk about the supporting arguments and then a minus or you can say opposes disadvantages advantages or the one cause and the other cause and the main topic in the middle and once again you want to stay as present as possible so you're able to write okay the main point of the listening passage and one example that's it that's your main goal for each of the points one point or one main argument and a detail one mistake that i used to make is i used to write very long sentences and guess what i missed out on other important information from the other points because while i was writing something that the lecturer said about the first point they were already mentioned a detail from point number two and as a result i ended up getting a bad grade because i wasn't present and guess what details are not really important you only want to listen for the main info and one detail so what you want to make sure you do is that you stay as present as possible and avoid writing long sentences i would say just write keywords so if you've got the word conclusion kong if you've got the word synonym sin whatever write the keywords and another tip to make it easier for you to take down notes is to 
do a small handwriting because if you do it big, of course, it naturally takes more time. But if you write small, it's going to take much less time. It's faster. And additionally, you'll be able to understand that because it happens to me a lot that I just write so fast that then when I take a look at my notes, I can't understand a thing. And that's why it's key if you don't understand your notes. I mean, what's the point of taking down notes anyway? You want to be able to understand that. That's why only keywords avoid writing long sentences. So once again, your goal in the listening section will be to write one reason or the main idea, one detail for each of the three points. And remember, each point made in the reading passage will match one of the listening section. And this is important to know because what you will see is that if every single point matches one point of the listening section, you'll see that the professor or the lecturer will often repeat themselves and talk about yeah, it may be true that the voting system is not true. So you may start writing about voting system, but the thing is the lecturer is only restating or reiterating the point made in the reading passage and that's not important. So while you're writing that, they will then mention the point of the lecture and you're going to be missing that because you're still writing and restating the thesis. So you want to make sure that you avoid doing that and you only write What's the opposing argument? You already know the argument in the reading passage. So you don't want to listen to that again. You just want to, sorry, you're going to listen to that again, but you don't want to write that. You just want to listen to the point in the lecture and avoid the rephrasing. So once again, what you want to do is divide the sheet into two. This would be six squares and really make sure your handwriting is intelligible. I would say small handwriting is key. Write keywords and small handwriting because it will make it much more intelligible and faster. Now, let's get to the writing part. In the writing part, you will want to write four things. You want to have an introduction, the first paragraph, the second paragraph, and the third paragraph. And one of the key things to get a good score is to use templates. And one of the things that I only started doing recently is always using the same templates. You'll see that on the internet, there are countless, countless of templates, people selling you, you know, left and right, oh, buy my template, buy this. And the reality is that there's no one size fit all template. There are many of different templates that are correct. And there's really no one that is better or worse. So. If you choose one template, I would say stick to it. When you're practicing, always use this, this name template because that's going to help you build that muscle memory. So when you go into the test, you already know, oh yeah, I use these words, these words. And when it comes to the structure, what you want to do in each of the paragraphs is state the listening lecture, state the listening, the, the listening part, the listening passage, the point made in the listening passage, state the relationship with the reading passage, and state the reason of the reading passage, the reason that the reading passage gives. Something important is you want to place a special importance, you want to place a special importance in the listening part. You want each paragraph to be around 60% about the listening section. That's why I say that you should write two sentences for the listening section. This means one of the reasons and one detail. One, this may be, the detail might be an example. And 
40% or maybe even 30% of the reading section. This means you only want to write one sentence, the reason or the main theory. You don't want to write examples about the reading section. You want to prioritize the listening section. That's why it's absolutely key to know how to take down notes. What are you going to write in the intro? Well, there are three to four things that you want to write. First of all, you want to introduce the topic. And I'll talk about the templates later, but basically my go-to template is both passages discuss the topic of that's a go-to template that's going to help you, that's going to be useful for every single, that's going to be applicable for every single situation. So you can talk about, you can say both passages passages discuss the topic of, extinct, of the extinction of dinosaurs. Then, this is optional, you can write a brief description which will be stated in the reading passage and don't worry, you will be able to read the reading passage but it won't be really as necessary because the most important information is in the listening passage. So after you introduce the topic and say both passages discuss the topic of, you want to introduce the position of the lecture and here you can use whatever synonym of the word say and say the listening passage argues that and then you state the position. The listening passage talks about the main disadvantages. The, the, the listening passage believes that the cause of the extinction of animals is due to hunter-gatherers, whatever. You want to state the position of the listening passage. And you can use whatever you want. You can say the passage states, the passage argues, or the passage believes. Then you want to introduce the relationship between the listening and the reading passage and how the reading passage contradicts this. The go-to sentence that I would use is the listening passage disputes the arguments made in the lecture. And then dot, and then you add. The reading passage claims that and this would be the opposite opinion. So then you would already have your intro built out. As you can see, it's simple. You introduce the topic, both passages discuss the topic of mm -hmm, a brief description if you want. You introduce the position of the lecture. You state the relationship between the reading and the listening by saying the listening passage disputes the argument arguments made in the lecture by stating that or you can start a whole new sentence and say the reading passage claims whatever. There's really no rules. I know we may feel like, oh yeah, we have to follow this rule or we will get a low score. But as long as you say whatever you heard in the listening section, listening section and you state or rephrase what's written in the reading section, you will be good. There's no best template. Now in the paragraph, what you want to do is state the main point of the lecture, the listening passage and the detail. This is why it's critical that we stay present during the lecture. And then once we give the main, the main detail, no, no, sorry, the main reason, the first argument and the detail, we want to move on to talk about the point made in the reading passage. And then we could use an oppositional transition phrase, which could look like the, the reading passage challenges this. It states that and then you mentioned the point made in the reading passage. Then you move on, want to move on to the second paragraph where once again you will write about one the second reason of that is stated in the listening passage plus a supporting detail. Then you want to state the relationship and how the reading contradicts this and one of the reasons in the reading passage. And lastly, in the third paragraph, you want to mention the third reason stated in the 
listening passage, one supporting detail, which you will listen and you will be able to have your notes, which will be very well written keywords. You will be able to understand everything. Your handwriting is going to be small, but very intelligible keywords you will have absolutely no problem. That's why I say it's one of the easiest tasks. So as I, as I was saying, the third paragraph, you want to state the main point, um, the main last point made in the lecture, one detail, and how it relates to the reading passage. There's absolutely no need to write a conclusion. So as I mentioned in the beginning, there are different types of integrated essays. There are essays where they talk about the different cause of something, maybe the cause of the extinction of a specific animal. And usually when it's about talking about the cause of something, they will mention the thing, they will, they will mention the causes in the reading passage, probably in the last sentence of the introduction. You can already, you know, identify the two main causes. One of them, I don't know, is pollution and the other one is hunter-gatherers. If the reading passage discusses about how one of the position which is pollution you can already predict that the listening passage will talk about hunter-gatherers so you can already anticipate that or another type of integrated essay will be they talk about the benefits and disadvantages or the drawbacks or for example we may talk about what is better paper or online online books or paper books selling fossils is it good advantageous or is it bad so it will talk about probably a short word to, to add in would be the pros and cons that would be very possible and what can you predict from this well if the reading passage talks about the advantages you know you don't even have to read anything that if the reading passage talks about the advantages the listening passage will talk about the disadvantages now i'm feeling a little I don't, I don't want to generalize it. I heard that in very rare occasions, the listening passage actually supports the, 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 the reading passage, but that's very, very unlikely. I mean, chances are very, very slim. From what I watched from all of the info and content and research that I made, the most common, by far, the most common option is that the listening passage opposes whatever the reading passage is. It may be true that they support this, but it's highly, highly unlikely. So I, I, to be honest, I wouldn't even study for, for that option. So as we know, there are three main types and knowing these three main types, there may be more. That's why I will do a couple of exercises to identify if there are more types of essays, one of the things that you can do is to identify synonyms. So if you know that one of the types of essays of integrated essays is they talk about the cause, you're going to look for synonyms related to likely or unlikely or cause and effect synonyms. If they talk about the pros and cons, you can look for synonyms related to advantages or benefits. If they talk about whether something is true or not, you want to look for synonyms related to likely or unlikely. I will talk about all of this later. But my recommendation is to practice taking, you know, 10 tests. You don't actually need to write this, but just to be able to, you know, get experience in taking notes, because that's probably the, I wouldn't say the, the most challenging part, but if you know what to listen out for and what to avoid getting sidetracked, you are going to get a good grade. That's almost guaranteed. So my recommendation would be to take 10 tests and maybe then check 
15 sample tests to see what are the main topics. Do they talk about advantages and disadvantages or cause cause the causes of of something or the whether something is true or not. So you want to check that and see yeah, what's going to happen. So then let's move on to templates. Templates can be very, very helpful because they give you a lot of time. They drastically relieve anxiety and they give your essay a structure. And the good news is that once you have a template, you already you just need to plug in the information and it's much, much easier. So I'm going to talk about these templates. And once again, I recommend you stick to one template. Once you chose one template, stick to it and practice, practice it. And once again, some people believe that you will be penalized for using the same templates. I've done my research and I heard that that never happens because the templates are usually very, very similar and there's no way you can be penalized because <laughs> pretty much everyone uses a template. Maybe they invent that or maybe they take that from someone else. But since templates are not really that important, the most important part of the information, you can't be penalized penalized. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, but whatever. And once again, I I want you to know that you, there's no need to get fancy. You can use simple templates and still get a 30 out of 30. So having said that, let's get into the templates. So in the introduction, as I said, my template is both the reading passage and the listening passage discuss the topic of, or both passages discuss the topic of and then you mention the topic, not the position yet, and you can even give a brief description. Then you move on to talk about the listening and you just state the listening passage states or the listening passage believes whatever you want to use state believe is, is totally up to you. Then you want to add a contrasting sentence. This means you want to talk about how the reading passage contradicts this. And the go to sentence that you can use is the reading passage disputes the arguments made in the lecture and then you can say by stating that or you can just add a dot and say the reading passage claims and talk about the position of the reading passage now in the first sentence you your goal will be to write uh three sentences or four sentences in total three sentences will be the first one two main two main examples one from the listening sorry two main reasons one's from the listening and one from the reading one example from the listening and the short opposing sentence so this could look something like this first the lecture suggests that then you mention the first reason additionally the lecture mentions that then you add an example or this may not be with additionally but you can say the 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 passage or the the professor illustrates this by stating that maybe possibly the detail may very likely be a an example then you want to state how the reading passage opposes this so you can do make this into two sentences so you can say the reading passage challenges this idea or you can make that into a full sentence sentence by saying the reading passage contradicts this idea by stating that it's totally up to you. If you want to get more words, maybe you can try writing a short opposing sentence, but it's totally up to you. And then you talk about what the author of the reading passage states. The author asserts that whatever. Then on the second paragraph, once again, you mention the second reason. Secondly, the lecturer points out that the detail on top of that, 
then you mention the example or the detail, then you mention how the reading contradicts this, the, the reading passage casts doubt on the validity of this, of this argument, and the reading passage or the author in the reading passage states that whatever. And in the third paragraph, once again, you write, finally, the lecturer suggests that additionally, the woman, if it's a lecturer, states that, and you give the detail or the example, and you talk about how the reading passage contradicts this, and you give the main point of the reading passage. So one of the things that I'm going to do and memorize is memorize 10 or 12 different synonyms for the word say because say is or say or state is the verb that you will use the most in this section so mine are number one or actually let me just talk uh, talk about them from my memory off the top of my head and see how many i remember out of these 10 because i want to be able to memorize them so i've got mention State, note, suggest, claim, mention, points out, asserts, goes on to say, and I don't remember the last one, and thinks or believes. So these are, you have a total of, I have a total of 10 synonyms for say, and you can use them interchangeably when you want to introduce a new point, you say suggest, believes. What you want to avoid is always using say, 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 but using all of these different things that mean exactly the same thing and you're going to get probably a higher score if you switch up your vocabulary. And then you also want to have opposing sentences. So you can have a full sentence or you can have just one verb that you use to introduce the reading passage. So for the individual sentences, I would use something like the reading passage challenges this idea, or the reading casts doubt on the points made in the lecture, or the reading casts doubt on the validity of these ideas. Or you could use words like however, in contracts, in con contracts, in contrast, the lecturer opposes this, the lecturer contradicts this, the lecturer disputes this. And as I said, once you know the type of essay that you're going to get, you can also predict and look for synonyms. For example, I noticed that today I had to write an essay about the cause of something and I was constantly using the word likely and I thought, hey, it may be a good idea if I look for a couple of synonyms about likely and unlikely. And I found out or I identified a couple of the synonyms and these are for likely we've got, let me remember them, probable, plausible, feasible, potentially, and probable. So we've got probable, possible, plausible, feasible, and potentially. And for unlikely, we've got unlikely, unplausible, or questionable, or implausible. So once again, likely, we've got probable, possible, feasible, pl plausible, and potentially. For unlikely, we've got improbable, questionable and implausible. And to talk about advantages, we've got the some synonyms of advantages are benefits, value, and a couple of synonyms for disadvantages would be drawbacks, shortcomings, encumbrance. Oh, so, apologize about that. 
and downside. Now, a controversial tip that you will probably hear about in the internet, but not many people talk about, is that you don't you really don't want to worry too much about re-paraphrasing everything that is stated. I mean, maybe in the reading you want to re-paraphrase something, but in the lecture, you almost want to write the exact same thing. And this is because paraphrasing is hard, it can hurt your grammar, and it really won't make you add more points. In fact, there's not a single, in the rubric, it never mentions, don't paraphrase this. Yes, they do mention that you can copy-paste the reading passage, but that's that's almost that's obvious um but in it has been tested that you can score 30 out of 30 even if you don't paraphrase so really don't worry about that it will only make you waste time get overly stressed your only expectation is for the reading maybe to try paraphrasing in whatever way you can and in the listening you can write exactly what it states just turn your notes into your essay turn your notes into the essay once again, the template, even though it matters, what's more, much more important is what you state in the listening section. So the templates are number one, word count is in number, number one, the reading section is in number one, the listening section is the most important. That's why you want to know if you use the mention, the, 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 the method I use for taking notes, you're going to score high. And once again, you want to make sure that you prioritize the listening section by giving two reasons and the reading section, you want to give probably one reason. Now I'm going to give you an example of how an essay looks like. And I'm not using the same synonyms. That's why I'm thinking, you know, I think I'm going to end this episode here and rephrase this rephrase this essay using my templates because as I said I want to practice what I preach and something that I said right in the beginning is you want to use the same templates over and over you don't want to use different templates so I'm thinking I'm not going to tell you about this right now so I'm going to record this later on and that add this to this episode but just to you know add everything or to sum up what I would do is I would practice with 10 more topics to get familiar and to practice the templates, learn to use the synonyms, because as you can see, many of the types of essays are predictable. If they talk about the cause of something, you're going to use synonyms related to likely, unlikely. If they talk about the advantages or disadvantages, you can use synonyms about that. So you want to practice using the synonyms as well as the synonyms about the different ways to say, say, or the transition phrases or oppositional phrases. You want to practice using the same templates. This will give you certainty and this will build that muscle memory. And you want to take notes using the note-taking method that I gave you. And something that I will do is before my test, I will practice with 10 more topics. At least, you know, check a sample, sample answer as well as writing one. But I also want to learn and memorize and review the template that I wrote every single day and night. Just set an alarm alarm for five minutes every day, just review my template, maybe even write that down, and that's gonna help me build that muscle memory. So overall, what I'm gonna do to practice for this section is practice with the 10 topics, practice with my template and stick to it, and memorize and review the different synonyms and templates every day, day and night, just set an alarm in my, on my clock, I'm actually going to do this 
to just review my template every day in the morning, probably when I wake up and right before I go to sleep, just spend five minutes reviewing the template. And that's going to help you a lot when it comes when you actually get to the test date, because you already know what to write about. So I hope this episode was helpful. I know it was a little bit longer. I rarely talk for 30 minutes, but you'll see that this will help you out a lot. Having said that, I hope you have a great day and I'll talk to you soon.